You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. Today, I am talking about climate change alarmism. On its surface, it all appears very complex. Gases are mainly invisible. The average person can't wrap his mind around it except for the fear of it, which of course is very easy to understand, too easy for most of us. These climate alarmists clutch their pearls over fantasies of saving helpless, starving polar bears in the wild and purportedly, allegedly shrinking ice caps the vast majority of us can't see and will never see in our lifetimes. Polar bears and ice caps are way out there. This invisibility protects the climate catastrophe flim-flam scam artists from being discovered by naive simpletons who love to hang on every syllable of doomsday pandering like it's the very word from God. Most amusing of all, these climate change charlatan quacks love to call those of us who like to use the scientific method of objective inquiry or healthy and logical skepticism, they love to hang on us a label of science deniers, as if these obvious science haters know anything of cool-headed scientific inquiry at all. But this isn't just doomsday pandering. If the catastrophic global climate change fanatics were just like brainwashed, brain-dead members of any religious fringe cult, that would simply be their First Amendment right to be stupid. But that isn't enough for these losers. They have to try to infect the entire world with their silly assessments. But we're focusing too much on these foot soldiers of stupidity. The brains behind this farce force like to mingle in Davos every January. Like receding ice caps and reclusive polar bears in the, in the wild, these animal billionaires like to make themselves nearly invisible except to each other. After all, being members of the super special elite, we lowly peasants aren't worthy to be even mere shadows in their glorious presence. So they like to segregate themselves like starving polar bears adrift upon lonely, melting ice caps in grifter, glitzy ghettos like Davos, Switzerland. <sighs> it's lonely at the top of those ski lifts. This will not be about the nutty and grossly exaggerated claims based on computer models so much. Why? Because it is so fake. There is literally nothing to worry about regarding the climate, and it should be perfectly obvious and absolutely obvious to everyone. Only those running this pyramid scam have anything to hide, but those useful idiots at the bottom of this pyramid support those at the top. This all ties into the same mechanism of lies that the LGBT mafia uses. If you don't turn your son into a girl... He, she, or it will kill themselves, and then it will be your fault, the parent, not the fault of the lying a-holes in the LGBT mafia who made all this evil crap up from absolutely nowhere. They are never to blame for anything. Everyone else is. That's what I call snot-nosed brat 101, and all the climate creeps went to the same school of indoctrination as the LGBTs. Very briefly, let's talk about carbon dioxide 
polar bears and the history of climate alarmism. Greenhouse gases are mostly water vapor, carbon dioxide, and methane. Water vapor is approximately 65 to 90 percent of the greenhouse effect. This is helping make the world gradually greener. In conjunction with more tree planting and intensive agriculture that is occurring today. Even in the distant past, when carbon dioxide levels were 20 times higher than today, temperatures were very similar to today's. So even higher levels of CO2 would not necessarily be disastrous. Anecdotally, there seems to be no serious differences in temperatures from many decades ago. Seasons of winter and summer, in particular, seem almost identical to me over the decades. In Europe, many years ago, they put up a sign at a visitor center in front of a glacier, boldly stating that by year, whatever it happened to be, that glacier, due to warming, would no longer be visible from that vantage point. Well, they had to take the sign down because that glacier is still as plainly visible as ever. Professor Philip Stott said that climate change is governed by hundreds of variables and the very idea that we can manage it by manipulating at the margins just one politically selected factor like CO2 is as misguided as it gets. Former founding member of Greenpeace, Patrick Moore, has said that contrary to alarmist rhetoric of the past two decades, This has proved to be one of the most successful conservation initiatives during the past century. In 1973, the circumpolar population of polar bears was estimated to be as low as 6,000 to about 12,000. Today, in 2020, the official estimate is between 22,000 and 31,000, but maybe much higher, perhaps four to five times as many bears as 47 years ago. The fact is, environmental activists, politicians, the media, and many scientists have purposefully engaged in a misinformation campaign for their own personal, financial, and political interests rather than telling the truth. They have fabricated a fake catastrophe that the average citizen could not validate through independent observation. It is impossible to see if carbon dioxide is the cause of melting ice. It is difficult to know if melting ice is a threat to the bear's and it is likewise impossible for the public to count all the polar bears around the North Pole. A minimum of sea ice in the summer may result in higher productivity, so long as there is sufficient sea ice during the winter and spring months, which is when polar bears return to the ice to hunt seals. We know that polar bears are healthy and growing in numbers today, and that this may be due to a reduction in summer sea ice, not in spite of it. The future is not ours to see, but there is every reason to be optimistic about the climate and the survival of polar bears in the 21st century, unquote. Climate alarmism has a fairly long history. Back in 1966, they said that all the oil would be depleted by 1976. In 1970, these alarmists said that city dwellers would need gas masks just to survive by 1985. In 1970, they said an ice age would be here by the year 2000. In 1980, they said acid rain would kill all the life in lakes. In 1988, they said the Maldive Islands would be underwater by 2018. 
but all the tourist brochures today look the same as then. In 2004, they said that, the, that Britain would be as cold as Siberia in 2024. That isn't until next year, so it could still happen. In 2005, Manhattan would be underwater by 2015. They missed that prediction by a few years. In 2008, they said there would be no more Arctic ice by 2018. In 2009, they said that uh, cl uh, climate genius Prince Charles said that we had 96 months to save the world. Well, we missed that deadline, King Chuckles. I guess we really are doomed then. The EPA promoted a heat wave increase since the 1960s while downplaying a huge decrease in U.S. heat waves since the 1930s. Here's some more silly stories. Global climate change causes more diarrhea. More crime is caused by climate change as well. Here's a contradictory story from the New York Times, August 3rd, 2016, which said that lowering crime can cause global warming. So obviously, we need to let the crooks out, which we have and continue to do so. Bill Nye, the hate the science guy, says we should jail catastrophic climate change skeptics. UK power chief in 2011, uh, Steve Holliday, said that families need to get used to using power only when it's available because of climate change. John Kerry says that COVID and climate change are almost interchangeable. One disaster is morally equivalent to the other. They basically mean the same thing. So, in other words, never let a disaster go to waste. Udi Boer said that shutting down the whole economy is the only way to limit global warming to 2 degrees centigrade. In 2021, The Guardian revealed a study that said that global lockdowns every two years need to meet Paris CO2 goals. Bill Hates the Truth, Bill Gates, or Bill Hates the Truth, as I like to call him, has, in some 18 states, bought over 300,000 acres of farmland. So farmers, if they want to farm on that land, need to lease to Bill, and they do not own the land. Communist China, as well, is buying all kinds of acreage in the United States. So farmers are leasers instead of owners. This is sort of like the 21st century version of sharecropping, it seems to be. And finally, George Soros and Bill Hates the Truth Gates want climate lockdowns to control the global economy so that we can, quote, do capitalism differently, unquote, which means no capitalism. What they want is crony socialism, or technocratic totalitarianism. In June of 2020, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum said, we need a great reset of capitalism, and we must act jointly and swiftly. And back in 2020, when he said that, obviously he has great influence, because that's exactly what happened with all the COVID uh, hysteria and lockdowns. Teen heartthrob Greta Thunberg, Thunberg said, I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. Well, the demons that possess her want that for her as well.
Her dad said before all this that she was an incredibly sad little girl. Now, her new green religion has saved her. Thank goodness the world is almost destroyed. Otherwise, Greta might never be able to squeeze out even a smirk, let alone a grimace-like smile, ever again. In a New York Times article of February 18, 2021, it stated that critical thinking is a bad idea. Perhaps worst of all, Forbes magazine put out an article saying, begging you to not do your own research when it comes to science. They think that you are so unbelievably, outrageously passive and stupid. No debate should be allowed. Absolutely no free discussion is permitted. Otherwise, their goals will never be met, and they know it. Because open discussion means actual facts and logic and truth and reason, and the climate change alarmism means none of that. Climate change alarmism means none of that. The globalists and Chinese communists are fast-tracking totalitarianism with carbon footprint tracking to soon be made mandatory. They want all businesses and households to report all emissions, just like checking in with the Gestapo. Also, the benevolent and authoritative-sounding U.S. Consumer Product Safety Agency is putting out feelers on the stupid but very predictable lie that we should outlaw gas stoves because it's bad for asthma. Only the most stupid of the most stupid could possibly believe this. The climate Nazis hate natural gas because it's dirt cheap and the middle class can afford it. It's the only thing the climate Nazis haven't raped into non-recognition. And if natural gas is plentiful and cheap, as it is now, that just slows the advancement of their Green New Deal, or as I like to call it, the you'll-be-pooping-green-for-the-rest-of-your-life raw deal. That's if you're a part of the hardworking middle class. Billions and billions and billions of taxpayer dollars have been completely wasted on this silly, stupid, stupid climate hysteria hoax, and it must end now. To wrap up this evil insanity, Marxism's new face is about climate lockdowns, and Americans need to cut energy use by 90%, live in 640 square foot rentals, fly only once every three years, limit new clothing, eat fake meat, or eat plant-based diets, collective transport or no more cars for you unless you're one of the elite, universal basic income, which is code for cradle-to-grave welfare for working-class, middle-class losers like you, and degrowth, what they call degrowth, which is code for all of the world's wealth stays in the pockets of the Davos billionaire WEF scum. Doctors are now saying that there are patients suffering from climate change. <laughs> and there are climate death tolls now. And breathing adds to toxic emissions. So you, dear listener, need to stop breathing as soon as possible. Otherwise, you're a science denier and a racist. 
fear, 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 nothing but fear. This is purely demonic. And the strongest punishments should be for those at the top of this climate change pyramid scam. The billionaires. This, this hysteria. Think about this. If someone hurts you, you can sue them for damages, right? How much damage have these Davos demon billionaires done? Trillions and trillions worth, if you look at it globally over the decades. Now, what about life in prison? Is that also a possibility? As of now, it is not because we haven't won the war against them yet. We have to win before the new Nuremberg trials against these globalists can occur. But I think it's safe to say we have given them enough rope to hang themselves. Action steps. Number one, be prepared for a climate change lockdown. You must store emergency food and survival supplies because these climate Nazis have proven themselves not to care at all about you or your family. I would say at least three months worth, maybe six months. Number two, speak up. Be loud and proud. Run for local office such as school board or city council or mayor and do it now. Number three, demand public forums debating whether any of this climate alarmism is even valid at all. Public town hall meetings to bring about accountability. Don Henley wrote these song lyrics to Inside Job, and I'm going to clean it up a little bit. You think that you're so smart, but you don't have an effing clue what those men up in the towers are doing to me and you. And they'll keep doing it and 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 doing it until we all wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You've been listening to No PC Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson, and we will meet again next week and every week.